0: Welcome to a brand new segment by Socially Desi. This is the Hustle Lounge.
1: Hustle Lounge aims at showcasing stories of entrepreneurs from across the world. The idea is to bring narratives that speak of real hustles that every founder has to go through to start and also run one's
0: business. In the hustler clan, it truly takes one to know one. Right, Garima?
1: Absolutely, Anurag. Thank you everyone for tuning in today. Expect life lessons, hacks, and some real learnings and stories of entrepreneurs from world over.
0: In this episode of The Hustle Lounge, we interact with Nidhi Gupta, the founder of Shades of Spring. Uh, Shades of Spring is redefining the flower delivery experience across India and it's making the giving and receiving of beautiful fresh flowers the joy it's meant to be. And Garima, what's the hustle that we are talking about today?
1: Uh, hi, Anurag. Thank you. Welcome, Nidhi. Uh, the hustle that we see and we found this so endearing about you and your business is that the sheer grit that and determination that you had to run this business. You're running this business, this mainstream e business with WhatsApp and Excel. You started that business with just these two, you know, with, with no tech support. And I think that's a sheer hustle that only a startup founder like you can do. So uh, to begin this chat, what I want to really understand is that, you know, you started your business while you were still working, you were, you know, you were in an e-com company uh, with, with all, all the kind of nine to five job and even beyond. How did you, what, what made you, how did you kind of manage work and business and start the startup? Hi
2: Garima, hi Anurag. thank you for having me here. Uh, so, starting with you know uh, how I started, uh, I left my job uh, from a previous company, and I was still looking for a job. And uh, you know, uh, I was not a flower person. Uh, but once I got married, I had a need of getting flowers. And before that, I did a trip to Europe, and I was like, these are the kind of flowers I need in my house. And that is when I started uh, before taking up another job. Uh, you know uh it's very easy to get off the track once you start working with you know two responsibilities at the same time uh what made me do it is purely the customers which i was you know serving to uh, the kind of feedback i used to get from them uh, you know, week after week, before even getting the subscription over, they used to come back to me and say, you know, they want to resubscribe for next three months or next six months, and that kept me going, you know. And kind of feedback, you know, uh, people used to write to me that, you know, this is what I was looking for always, and like we are so glad you started this uh, flower delivery. I always wanted it, and these are kind of things which I, which. You know, made me uh, feel that I'm going in the right direction because it was a new concept in India and uh, it was not something which was already experimented or, you know, there was someone who has already done it and, you know, you know, okay, in the Indian market will work. So, yeah, like purely like, uh, you know, the customers used to uh, be so good that we always wanted to, you know, okay, I have to give them and I have to serve them.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, Nidhi, uh, like generally what happens on a, with an uh, e-commerce business is that uh, founders, they start off with uh, an app or a website, right? Uh, because that's what uh, glamorizes the whole industry of e-commerce because, they, you know, you want to have a very sexy app and you want your customers to have that UX experience, you know, uh, the top of the line. So people generally start off with that. But I think, you know, you took a different route, right? Like Garib- said in the start you started with whatsapp and excel right so what was that key decision maker here uh, that made you to start this business with just these two things
2: so uh so the first thing was you know i was testing the model uh, and i wanted to have a better understanding before even you know launching a website subscription is not you know Uh, People take subscription of Netflix or, you know, all these subscriptions are very common or, you know, the subscription which is milk basket. So milk and all are very common subscription. But the softwares for them or, you know, website is not something which is very easily available. Uh, So, and, you know, the testing was also a very, very important thing. And plus at the same time, you know, I, uh, till now, my company is bootstrap. So we didn't have, you know, luxury to spend like today I want this and I'll get it. It was always like, you know, uh, does it make sense cost wise, to invest in this thing at this point in time or not? So uh, it was, you know, I think after seven, eight months of, you know, running this, uh, from weekend to weekend, I only used to operate on Saturday, Sunday, because, you know, uh, to Monday to Friday was work. So after, you know, seven, eight months, I was like, no, I have to launch a website. And, you know, we could have taken a decision to launch an app. But again, it was a cost decision because, you know, it takes certain amount of money to invest in an app. And then to get it live. So we're like, no, we'll start with a website and we'll start and see, you know, how it can also be built because our features are very unique. Like we provide pause and resume to a customer. We provide a selection of future date, which, you know, all these things. Uh, sound very simple that, yeah, this should be available always. This is very, like, everyone has it. <laughs> but these are the things yeah. which are, you know, very, very difficult to implement. It's not available. We have custom done our, you know, website at least two to three times to reach to a position, you know, where we are as of now. So, yeah. So, so, yeah, like that's uh, about the entire thing.
1: Yeah. Fantastic. And you said you ran your business Saturday to Saturday because Monday to Friday you were in your full-time job and uh, that's a shared hustle to Uh, you know, get in from one full-time job to then move in from Saturday. And then again, look at those WhatsApp messages and Excel sheets and, you know, kind of run this business. But what made you, what was that point uh, that made you quit your full-time job? Was it a number that you had in mind or was it, uh, you know, was it more conviction that you got with traction or some validation or what was that point of action? And I think that will really help you know, our listeners and viewers, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of folks when... I think this is a very tough decision, right, Nidhi? And especially for a full-time working professional who's been doing this for very long to quit that paycheck and say, okay, now I want to do this, uh, uh, you know, full-time. And if I'm realizing something on Saturday, I want to also invest my Monday to Friday there. What was that point in your life? If you can recap that for us.
2: So when I started it again, you know, it was never like that, you know, it will become a big business or where I'm here. I never imagined it. Uh, So it was a one step at a time. And uh, there was a point when I was like, okay, you know what I am doing parallelly is something which, you know, people wanted, you know, as a full-time thing and it needs a lot of other things also to make it, you know, very fruitful thing for your customers because, you know, at one point in time, you need to be very honest with your customers also. Right, that you know, if uh, because we wanted to, you know, we saw it as a uh, becoming a flower company of India, and uh, uh, it it came gradually. It was not like on day one, I wanted to become that, you know, on day one, I just wanted to give flowers to the customer and you know, just make their homes pretty. Uh, but gradually, it sounded like okay, I had 200 customers and i have to serve them and they also want class on other days and uh, you know if anything goes wrong on saturday sunday you know i had another saturday sunday to work on it because monday to friday i was you know full packed uh, with my current job so like you know this is a business and i want to you know give it a full-time shot and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but you know i i have to give it you know an honest shot to it and then we'll see, you know, how it will turn out to be. So, so yeah, that is, you know, that is when you know we also uh, put as a company in corporation and uh, launched our website. We put our money, you know, invested a little money. Since I was working that time, I had a luxury to invest money on certain things, so invest money on website, and yeah, got everything done
0: wonderful i think you know that is uh a key uh point there when it comes to incorporating your business launching your website when that should happen like you know when when in the timeline of your business when is the time when you should incorporate and then you know put in your money for all the uh, website app or you know different things i think a lot of people get caught up uh in this process you know they want to incorporate everything in the start do everything before even you know getting their hands dirty into the business business. So I think, you know, our viewers definitely would get a lot many good insights as we move along in the episode. So we touched base upon uh, uh, the subscription model uh, for a for a bit, you know, at the start of uh, the episode, Uh, Nidhi. I would like to know more about it because, you know, when it comes to flowers uh, in India, generally it's like a gift, right? And a one-time gift, either you're going to uh, someone's marriage or you're going to their anniversary, you know, you're gifting to your boyfriend, girlfriend, whosoever. So it's like a one-time thing, occasional uh, kind of an affair, right? And uh, you uh, changed that, right? Uh, so I really want to, uh, want to understand uh, how did you come about uh, figuring uh, this whole process of making it a subscription model and then making it something which can be a regular thing, you know, that from weekend to weekend, you get new flowers, you know, new bunch of uh, fresh flowers in your home and you keep your home decorated throughout the year. So uh, what was the thought process? What was, you know, how did you come about with this uh, subscription model?
2: To start with, it was always going to be a subscription model. That is what we always wanted because we wanted to send, (laughs) you know, beautiful flowers from the farms which are grown in India to the homes and want people to enjoy flowers because, you know, uh, I have been from a small town and I always had a garden and we always used to have, you know, big gardens. But after moving out of the home, it was never like, Or single time when I had a pot also with flowers in it. But, you know, it was always there in back of my mind. That is one of the most fond memories of, you know, mine if I look uh, back. So, it's like, I want to give beautiful flowers to people. And, you know, uh, when I got married uh, and we wanted to, you know, also look into how the market is, you know, how the local flower market is. Me and my husband, we went uh, me and my husband, we went to the local market. We picked up lilies. Uh, like it was a bunch of 10 lilies. Uh, we got it to our home. And, uh, you know, when it bloomed and the fragrance which it, you know, it gave at that point, I I can still, you know, have that fragrance. I was like, this is, you know, this I can keep at all points in time in my house. And it gives us so much joy. And everyone who is coming in, I remember my parents were there at that time. And they were also like, wow, like, where are you getting these kind of flowers? And it was always a happy feeling whenever you enter the living room. And that is what, you know, we wanted to give. It was always a subscription model. And, you know, till date also, that is one thing, you know, we want to keep it very honest. At, you know, the lowest price, we don't make but margins there. Because we want to deliver flowers. And we want people to love flowers and understand flowers. Because in India, when, you know, we started and I personally knew only Rose and Orchid and Lily also I knew my name, but not, you know, how it looked like. So, uh, so, you know, uh, now like when I see my customer, they come back to me and they tell me, you know, Sweet William May, this time it is not that great, the earlier one was good. Or, you know, this time it is, you know, it's amazing. What is this flower? And, you know, we send, you know, individual last Mm. time with name written on them. So they also understand, okay, this is this flower and the vase, life. You know, it has changed a lot, like since we started. now. So, yeah, so it it is always going to be, you know, subscription first company. That's what we want to be.
0: But but when it comes to, uh, you know, somebody who wants to start a business, right, um, especially an e-commerce business, uh, when and why should they get into subscriptions? Because like for you, it was always a subscription model that you had in mind, but for a lot of people, that may not yeah. be the case. So what would be your advice to entrepreneurs who are looking for uh, an e-commerce business or maybe thinking about it? And they're stuck uh, whether they should do a subscription model or do like a, you know, one, one, you know, time buy thing. So what would you recommend uh, and why and when should they start? So,
2: you know, it's about working a lot on your product. You know, what you are offering. And is that offering making sense to your customer to buy on a regular basis also? And how regular they want to buy. You know, ours is a weekly thing. When we started, people said, why don't you give last daily? Like, it's not required, you know, it stays fresh for a week and, you know, you need it post one week only. And then, you know, but different customers had different needs, right? So, so it was, all you know, we have worked on a product, you know, from scratch, we made sure A, like we're giving the excellent product which is there, which people don't have. Second, you know, what is that hidden need which customer has? Uh, you know, uh, there there is in a food industry. You know, I we we are also experimenting with not experimenting but thinking that you know uh, when I go home and I want to cook meal, I don't have time. But if I have, you know, everything cut and with all the ingredients, I would love to make my own food. You know, so you know, identifying those needs are very important for any business, and not all business can go into a subscription model, right? People would also want to buy it. At certain frequency. Some businesses doesn't make at all sense to go into subscription, like you know, clothing business. Uh but clothing also, you know, specifically if you have t shirts or any other clothing, if there's another side, then you can't get into. It so it's all about your product and how you are solving a specific need with that product. And you don't have to solve the need for each and every customer which exists, you have to solve the need for you know customer. There has to be enough people who want that product, but, you know, you can't solve it for everyone that's there. So you create the variations and, you know, you play around that. Uh, so I'll give you an example. Uh, like a lot of our customers, like we have still not started, but they ask us to, you know, they have a lot of pets in their house or someone is not allergic or allergic. So, you know, we have to start a pet friendly option. But we are still, you know, in the product stage only, and we have not. And it's been like our business is now, you know, more than two years old. We are still, you know, have not launched because we know we are not there because it need to be right when you have to launch. And we know there is a market; it's a sizable amount of market. But launching is not the only thing. You need to work on the product a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, makes sense and very, very well said in terms of identifying. Uh, the need, the real need and the hidden need of the customer. And I think everybody here is just trying to get to that, right? Uh, you know, uh, what really, uh, so you, you know, since you are looking at these flowers, which are coming directly from local farms, uh, you know, how difficult uh, is, is, you know, that barrier to deal with, uh, you know, to, to source it locally, I'm sure you have a model which is making sure that they are far more profitable and sort of dealing with you, vis-a-vis whatever else they are trying to do. How difficult is it? Is is local, uh, you know, issues like delivery or language a barrier for you? And if it was, how did how are you overcoming that?
2: So yeah, so I started Shades of Spring, you know, post three months from moving to Bangalore. I had no idea, you know, uh, how the Bangalore looked like or what are the areas in Bangalore. And local language, I'm still, you know, I can understand little, little, but I'm not, you know, very versed with the local language. So initially, it was a lot of struggle because a lot of farmers who come around from around Bangalore, they only used to speak local language. So, you know, it was one step at a time. I, you know, for me, getting to the source was very important. And, you know, with the wholesalers in place, it's very difficult to get to the source because, you know, you don't get contacts very easily. Uh, so I used yeah. to, you know, search on Facebook. <laughs> I used to search on, you know, all the channels which are possible or if I've overheard any of the names. Or, you know, there's a packaging which comes to wholesaler. Someone has written their number. I used to, you know, search for the farmers that, you know, okay, how to get to them uh, but then once I got into the farmer network there the language is you know not a problem but the trust was something which needed to be you know built and it has gone you know it, yes. it is slowly which we have built you know starting from small amount of flowers so you know uh, there is uh, uh, there are 2-3 farmers of mine who I have been working for more than 2-3 years and you know flower industry is like a, sp- a spike and a dip so as spike, you get, you know, very good price and all that from the farmer point of view, I'm saying. But when it's a dip, you know, you're either it's, you know, you give it at a loss price or you throw the crop, you know, because transportation is much expensive than the cost of your flower. So, you know, we have made sure that each and every week we are picking some amount of flowers from these farmers. And, you know, quantum has increased from, uh, you know, what I was picking when I started it's at least 20 times more now and you're picking from them on a weekly basis. Fabulous. So that trust is built in now, you know, uh, earlier it was like, you know, first you give money, then only we'll ship it. You know, it started from there and now mm-hmm. it is like, okay, our money is safe with you. So that level of thing, which is, you know, coming to place and it's a gradual thing. I think for any business you need to, and that is why, you know, the sourcing is something which is very cool of our business. And I handle it personally. I, you know, make sure that I interact with each and every farmer. I understand what is their problem. If there is an issue and in the partnership industry, there are a lot of issues like, right from the quality of seeds, which are available in India, to, you know, how to import it, the technology which is available, the knowledge, you know, how to grow it. You know, all these farmers... They started watching all the channels I have given them from outside India and they follow that mm. so that they know, you know, yeah. how what okay. is the right time to harvest or how they should grow and all that. Which are your know, basic things I keep sharing it with that. So yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. And they are your in a way. Uh, you know, you the, the partners that you have, I think you have to be equally invested with them as much as you're trying to understand your customers' need. It was very important to understand yes, yes, definitely. It, it is in. very,
2: very important, especially in a you know non-standard industry. In a standard industry, when you yeah. have a manufacturing unit or something like that, it's all fixed. You know, you understand the consumer, you fix all the things and you build up your supply chain. But in a non-standard industry where you deal with a perishability of three days it's very important to have, you know, all the supply chain things stitched up. Which I never, you know, imagined when I started that supply chain is something which I have to solve and, you know, sourcing is something. I was like, when I went first into the market, it was like, you know, there's so many flowers and, you know, why it's so good and uh, like why people are not getting it. To now, like it's always, you know, flower crunch. I was like, okay, we are not growing this and we have to grow this and how to bring this to India you know,
0: the conversation has changed totally from then to now. For sure. I think I completely agree with that, uh, that when it comes to a non-standardized, uh, you know, or or a non-organized sector, uh, it's really difficult for, uh, you know, a new business to come in and adapt to uh, the market environment, the supply chain uh, and understanding each and every nuts and bolts of the whole machinery. But I'm sure, uh, when you enter this kind of an industry as an entrepreneur you create your own processes you create your own uh, chain of uh, you know things that need to be done uh, in each of these uh, you know, uh, steps of the supply chain. So how were you managing uh, this quality? Because you uh, spoke about, because it's perishable, yeah. you need to ensure that the deliveries are happening. Uh, and you have, like I can see on the website, there are like so many uh, varieties of flowers now that you are shipping across four different cities. So, uh what what kind of processes did you incorporate in your business which can really help our uh, users as well our viewers uh, when it comes to ensuring quality uh for a business
2: so anurag to be honest you know uh, quality in the perishable industry is from the source you know be it a food industry if you're buying the best grain or best money you'll get you know a very good quality of the vegetables you buy so similarly for us you know Uh, Because, uh, you know, till uh, one year from now, you're also thinking, you know, how to increase the customer base. And that is, you know, the biggest thing. Because once you have a sizable, uh, you know, uh, customer base and sizable business, then it makes sense to, you know, go back and solve your supply chain. So in terms of solving the supply chain, what we did was, we connected with farmers at a very good level where we did a good level of projections for them. So, and we gave them surety that if you grow something or if, you know, we have gotten or imported seeds from some vendors and given it to them and told them, you know, this is something which we know entirely take. And this is the harvest, like, you don't have to worry about. We will take it, we will consume, you just grow and grow a good quality flower. Uh, Logistics is more or less, you know, okay. It's not uh, something which largely broken when it is from the farmer to any of the metro cities. If you have to go to one step, you know, down in Bangalore, luckily, you know, it's a hub of flowers in India. And there are so many farmers which are, which are you know, one day around, just a one day distance. And flowers, they have yeah. a vast life of five to, you know, 10 days on an average. So those were the mm. things which are very favorable to us. And that is why we thought, you know, at that point in time, we just have to secure that. But right now, sitting now, we are solving the sourcing, you know. We are interacting with, you know, a lot of players outside to understand, you know, how we can get the seeds. We have already, you know, figured out, uh, you know, we want to get into the contract farming so we can grow something with good quality and make sure our supply is very secure. Uh, that is, you know, next Correct. maybe one year plan for our business. But to start with, I don't think us or any other business has to secure the supply. To start in one or two years, you have to figure out the demand. If demand is not there, then, you know, there's no point doing all the other things you're doing to a supply chain. So once you have a sizable demand, then you go ahead and you know change all the things in the industry. which, you know, we also want to do, we want to, you know, digitize, this is very unorganized sector if you talk in terms of ordering you know uh, I for an example if I have you know let's say one acre of farm only my wholesaler knows that I have the production there is no one else in India knows that yeah. this farmer has a production right and so I am just dependent on my wholesaler to sell my entire produce so so you know there is no technology nothing which is being there in the industry. Uh, so yeah so those are things to solve but you know you solve something when you yourself has a sizable business to solve
0: it for so yeah no that's great i think you know uh, small things i think each step requires uh, your uh, attention and a different kind of uh, you know uh, steps or processes in order to make sure that the whole system is running fluently and uh, yes, solving a lot of issues at the source itself uh, makes sense because at the end of the day, in this whole supply chain, there's no uh, case of, you know, keeping inventories because it doesn't really help in any case. So uh, I think, you know, great uh, conversation, great discussions, uh, Nidhi. And guys, if you are watching us or listening to us, uh, please make sure you go check out in. Uh, And they are delivering right now in four cities, which are Bangalore, Bombay, Hyderabad and Chennai. Uh, Any plans to open up new stores in Delhi? Come to Delhi as well.
2: Yes, we want to uh, first stabilize all the things. We still don't have same-day delivery and next-day delivery in all these cities. So uh, we want to, you know, have that uh, going and the ball rolling. Because once we know, you know, how to do it, then it would be very easy to replicate in all the other cities. Yeah.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Garima, any uh, closing thoughts?
1: I think this has been a fantastic uh, chat, uh, Nidhi. The amount of time you have spent, uh, you know, on both ends, I would say, of the business to understand sourcing and spend time with your farmers. And you've spent equal amounts of time with your customers and uh, very, very endearing to see the kind of feedback you have taken from customers and grown your business with that feedback. Uh, so uh, we wish you very, very well. Your hustle of uh, of starting a business, you know, without any hesitation of going to a new city, you know, so many people would give up uh, starting a business. Uh, you know, Anurag and I were just talking. You know, people move to new cities and they they always end up thinking that, oh my God, if I had the comfort of my previous city where I was living for ten years, <laughs> you know, it would have been so much easier. But I think you break yeah. all those all those barriers so seamlessly. Uh, no one needs technology. You come from an ecom background, but you started a business with zero tech. Uh, That is fantastic. So uh, congratulations on that. And I'm a proud customer of Shades of Spring. So please go and subscribe. That's a great business that Nidhi is running and we both wish you well. Thank you so much for this chat today.
0: What an amazing session today. So guys, if you're waiting for that perfect tech to launch your product, (laughs) don't. There's nothing bigger than understanding customers and validating the need for the product.
1: Absolutely, Anurag. Great session today, I agree. Thanks everyone for tuning in today. If you want to reach us for suggestions with the stories you would like to hear, or in case you have a hustle that you'd like us to share, or you know a hustler, please do reach out to us. You can email us at lounge at sociallydaisy.com.
0: Until next time, please share this story, share your thoughts on the shades of Spring Hustle, and don't forget to subscribe to The Hustle Lounge.
1: See you next Tuesday. Keep hustling.